Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiance time with my co-host, Nikki Von Clinton. Why, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me and we are talking about Happily Ever After, Episode 9, Bad Blood. I don't know about you guys, but it's been such a snooze fest to a point where I even fell asleep. I was so exhausted from yesterday and I even fell asleep towards the end of the show. Coupon Queenpin, what did you think about so far this whole season and last night's episode? Uh, TLC needs to do way, way better. Um, it's, it's just one of those, I, I don't know what's with these couples. And it's just rehashing the same story over and over and over and over and over with every couple. I mean, Angela was a bit exciting, but now she's starting to relive, rehash, re, you know, I'm just waiting for the, you know, it's over, Michael, it's over. Like, come on, that, that's, that's all I'm waiting for. For the thousand time. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. You know, it's it's horrible because it's two hours of our lives, especially for us. And we're still doing the recaps because there's a lot of you out there that are not watching the show, but just listening to us, which we really appreciate it. So we are watching the whole two hours. But if you're on Discovery Plus, it's like an hour and 45, an hour 30, something like that. But let me tell you this. I I just can't like I'm fast forwarding so much because like you said, everything's coming from the past. So of course, we're not going to talk about Liz and Ed, which was literally the whole entire segment. We're still in a standstill. It's been like the next day for the past like four weeks. I'm over this. Um, Let's get into Angela and Michael, because even with them, she's been in Nigeria Like, I know she just arrived recently in the last three episodes, but it's just nothing's changed. And like you've mentioned, you're just we're all just waiting here for her to say I'm done. And if it if it's Michael, I think that's like the highlight of their segment. This is just it's getting to a point where it's just so repetitive and she just keeps like, you know, you beep and that beep and beep, 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 beep. And it's just like I, I can't watch her anymore. It's just gone too right. much. Right, right. I, I think that's really what it is, is, you know, I, uh, these two, so remember she went out with him, they're going to get drinks, they're, you know, and she, of course, storm, storms off. But, you know, somehow he's able to call her back and able to try to get her to sit down with him and talk but oh my goodness what they're they're talking and she's still all over this whole Instagram and how Instagram makes her unhappy him him having an Instagram makes her unhappy but yet we've all said it she is on TikTok 
and has been on TikTok, um, duetting other people, going live and all kinds of things. I've seen it. The fam clan has seen it. You know, so this is not something that we don't know. She's actually doing these things. But dear goodness, she's just like, oh, yeah, you know. And it's like, you're doing this to hurt me, Michael. You're doing this to hurt me. Like, really, how is Instagram hurting? You know, but we all know that for whatever reason, you know, Angela seems her 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 insecurities and her self-esteem have been so low for whatever reason that she just assumes that every other woman is out there checking Michael out and trying to uh, slide into his DMs. But no, trust and believe that is not the case. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I feel really bad for Michael. There was moments in this episode where I was just like, Michael, this is your chance. You can pick up and leave and forget about this whole situation. Follow your divorce in Nigeria because obviously she's in the clear when she's in America. And you just need to move on with your life. And I can't believe that they're having still this fight, because it is a fight from what we see on TV. It's a fight of Instagram. So we all know that Michael's been stripped out of you're not supposed to work. You're not supposed to go out with the goofballs. And this is what you got to do. You got to stay home. Enjoy life with your mom, because when you come to America, you're not going to be able to go back to Nigeria now. I just really, I was like literally yelling at this, at the TV. I'm just like, Michael, just leave. She's given you opportunities and leave at this point. What I'm waiting for this segment before we move on to another couple is basically Michael just stepping up to her and saying, we're done. Instead of her saying we're done for the millionth time, it's more like him. He needs to say it. And once he says it, okay, let's move on. I agree. I think that is going to put a final straw, you know, like the final push on everything, you know, because even now she's like, well, Lou said that the, you know, the papers are coming through any day now. And it's like, okay, I don't get it. It. And and I get she's kind of at a conundrum. Does she want it to end? Does she not want it to end? But if you can't trust him to not have an Instagram there, this kind of reminds me of the Melissa and Tim thing where mm-hmm. she thought moving him next to her was going to make him much less of a cheat than him being further away and I hate to say that is never the answer that is never really the answer so who knows I I we haven't had any Michael setting sightings as of yet Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah it's very unfortunate And it's not fair that she's able to go on Instagram and do her thing and duetting. And like, that's, that was basically the whole conversation of this whole Instagram, like I've mentioned, 
but how is it fair that she's able to duet with a sexy man that she says and she's able to do all of that and he can't like he's I feel like he's being genuine at the end of the day he's a human being and he's just trying to find another way to make money at home and because you know Angela refuses to give him extra money so I'm just like Michael please please just get up and leave from this relationship. Like, is it really that important to you to go to America at this point with what he's gone through? Come on. I don't think it is. And I think he's actually considering it now. Mm -hmm. For sure. I hope so. So hopefully, hopefully we see something of a separation of this couple because I'm tired of seeing them. I'm tired of seeing Michael getting hurt in this sort of way. And next week, we do see her friend talking to Michael privately and kind of saying like, you know, this is a stupid thing to be fighting about, but what are you going to do? Exactly. Exactly. Can we move on from this couple? Yes. And speaking of... (laughs) Oh my gosh, I I totally like blanked out here. But speaking of couples and trying to figure out if they're going to make this work, why don't we get into Usman and Kim? Because honestly, what you mean Nigeria is a place that keeps on giving? <laughs> it's like okay, we have three <laughs> places between Nigeria, Vegas, and the Ukraine. These are the places <laughs> that keep on giving with as far as 90 day fiance Mm. is concerned it's like oh well where are you getting your bride from i'm going to the ukraine because i can't see finding a bride anywhere else oh i met my prince and he's in nigeria (laughs) i just love him he's going to be the next mega star Mm. but no one's ever heard of him or king <laughs> yeah remember that and one of course you have the crazy people that all live where do you live i live in vegas it's like if you know they find out that they live in vegas at some point you're going to find out that there's some sort of screw loose i i don't know i have to agree with you on that one definitely you summed it up so good and <laughs> with kim and usman as we're going back to nigeria uh, so we see that last week mama usman is not happy she is not happy with this she's not happy with this arrangement she's not happy how he's getting all of these american women and they're so much older what is the purpose behind it and you know she's just like you know what get out of my house i don't want this cow i don't want this bribe whatever you're doing he apparently she apparently compromised and kind of just said you need to find a a first wife in Sokato and then you can have Kimberly as your second wife so I was just like oh dang here we go let the floors rumble (laughs) but here's the funny thing with this Kimberly's like I don't want to be his second anything lady he's been married before you're already going to be the second <laughs> wife. Like, and you're complaining. <laughs> yeah, like you're complaining. I don't want to be his second anything. Mm. I have to be the first. I have to be the first. Girl, you are already the second wife. Like, really? 
this is how you, you know, this is how you met him. Now, I think what really got me was his evolution or hierarchy of 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 Kimberly's position in his life. He's like, you've gone from fan to super fan to potential to girlfriend. Like, oh, oh, oh is this how we're doing it? I, I didn't know. Okay. So, you know, ladies, we have to go from being the guy's fan to his super fan. And then we become a potential uh, something. And then we get to be a girlfriend. What kind of... Um, is this written down? Has has anybody been taking these notes? Because I'm confused. I mean, is 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 this how this works? You know, I've never had anyone tell me I was their super fan. You know that that's really really weird. So, uh, when when was your super fan st- stage, uh, uh, Angelica? Oh gosh, I don't think I've ever had one to be honest. If anything, he's my super fan. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like well, I've never had super fan status. Like I've never so okay, okay, in that case Facebook, you're 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 behind pretty much. Yeah, you you can't have just like complicated single, single you know, married, married divorced, you have, to have like fan you have to like single then you potential. have to like fan, super fan potential and okay. then girlfriends mm. or you know relationship however you want to put it mm. and then you know married or taken mm. but yeah you can't you can't there's so many he's given us so many choices here for real it's it's crazy it's it's, it's a long crazy. line bigger than the evolution of a pokemon like what are For we real <laughs> what are we doing here is exactly right so with them knowing that mom is not happy with this and how the family just doesn't agree with this arrangement and for him to be married to this woman Kimberly's really upset because she feels like she hasn't had a chance to speak up she didn't have a chance to really um you know express herself and say hey you know this is who I am like you know she did chime in a little bit like I love this man and you know I do things for him because I love him and everything and she's trying to prove her point but it's not enough for them the only thing is we know it's the age gap and Usman's mom doesn't want this she's just like no way this is not happening like what's wrong with this kid like who are you why are you bringing in these you know, older women around here, like what's going on, especially from America. So they head back, they're on their way to the hotel and they both have a chat saying like, you know what, we need to do this together. How do we get through to your mom? I really want to be with you. Let's make this work. And Usman, you know, is like, yeah, you know, (laughs) let's work on it together. I feel like Usman at this point, I don't even know what he's thinking. I don't know what his thought process is or what he's acting to be like, because it's really confusing to me. And he kind of made it weird because especially when they're on their way to the hotel, it was just like, you know, you're going to get some double whammy and a yammy. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like this woman here is like crying out her eyes because she's not being accepted into this family. And all you're thinking about is double yammy. Like, oh my gosh, 
but well obviously that was somehow supposed to make it better i oh god i don't get it i really don't get it i don't get it you know but this is this is super weird you know I, i think but it seems like no matter what anyone says he's not taking the decision seriously at all mm-hmm. i agree because, with you yeah because he you know in his in his you know his side in one of his side interviews he says hey um you know i'm going to call my mom one more time and see if i can change her mind if i can't change her mind and she still says no then i'm going to keep asking and keep asking because this way Kimberly will change her mind and she'll go from a no to a yes. Like, what? Honestly, I got no clue what is going to happen here. But the next day in the morning, um, they, she's really wanting him to come up with ideas. And randomly, this guy's standing there. Apparently, he gives manicures and pedicures for 2 to $3. And he's like, hey, I need to get my nails done. And she's just Wait, like... The melty nail thing, that was kind of creepy. <laughs> it was. And, and see, like, Kimberly is just sitting there like we have this like serious situation and this is what I mean. Like I'm confused. Like, what is he, does he really want to be with Kimberly? Does he not? What's the thought process of this whole situation? It seems like he doesn't really care because we've heard him say, well, if my mom says no, it's no, that's basically it. Right. Right. And he's just sitting there and she's trying to have this conversation and he's got this guy like roasting these uh, scissors over an open fire to like clip his nails and I'm like okay what the heck I was like is this how we do it like does he have hard to cut nails Mm. and obviously this is something that's really sought after in in Nigeria or Sokoto I mean because he's like you know this guy gives the best manicures and I'm like whatever happened to nail clippers and files and polish and all the rest of the stuff that goes with getting a manicure or pedicure you know soaking your feet but obviously this is manicure pedicure by fire I I I think once I would have seen him pull out the flame to the hot scissors it would have been like nope I'm good Mm -mm, don't need it I'm great I'm amazing you know uh yeah we're not doing that no I'm good definitely good off of all of that uh yeah and he wants her to continue to have this conversation while he's getting this three dollar roasting uh manicure or pedicure or whatever I mean like I said, it really just seems to me like he's not taking anyone seriously. Oh, no, he isn't. And like like we've told you guys before, and we've talked about this so many times, he's just there to get to L.A. and win a Grammy to become the international superstar of the world. So with that being said, um, 
they get into a little bit of an argument here because she is pouring out her heart saying like, we need to come up with something. We need to see it, what we can do. But he's set on having the first wife in his town. And then Kimberly can be the second wife. And again, she goes back and forth with that. Uh, starts to get really upset and says, you know what, this is not going to happen. Like, I can't be your second wife. And then he says this comment of, and I don't remember, but it's along the lines of, I have many beautiful women that are sliding into my DMs and I do not choose them because it's not about the beauty. It's about the love, the love that I have for you. So she gets really upset because now it's like, oh, you're calling me ugly. What is that supposed to mean? What would you think if someone says, I have all these beautiful women and I'm just talking to you because it's about the love. Uh, uh, You might as well have said she was really, really ugly. Right. And you love spite of the way she was. Yeah. I didn't get that. I was like, I, I, I can't, I, you know, at that point I was, I was baffled, but I mm-hmm. could not blame her for mm-hmm. being upset because you just really, really insulted her. Pretty and, much. And, and of, yeah. And instead of saying, you know what, I'm sorry. He's like, well, <laughs> you know, she has a lot more to lose than I am. She's 51. Uh, okay. And you're the one that wants to come to America mm-hmm. to get a Grammy. So I don't think she's the one with the most to lose here because <laughs> what you're, you've already applied for two visas. Yeah, you've got a lot to lose here, dude. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's not looking good on your ends. It really isn't. So... I don't know. I I don't know. My thing for really is here we go. Another person that needs to cut their losses and run. Pretty much. She needs to. Like, I don't understand why the infatuation of this man. Like, the fact that he said that, I'm just like, wait, what? Like, yeah. pick up your bags and leave. And he's yeah. just like, and he tries to make it seem like, you know, I've invested so much time in love with her like you know i'm in love with her and this is that wait 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 a second you just insulted her and now you're trying to tell us that you're in love with her really and you kept saying like all these beautiful women these beautiful women on instagram uh-huh. i'm just like no 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 now i really hope kimberly actually goes back and reconsiders this whole entire relationship because i don't feel like this is a relationship to begin with she makes it seem like it's a relationship he's just there for the appearance on being on a show that gets millions of viewers every single weekend i'm not sure about this series because it's been dropping down in ratings but in in general he's been back on tlc back on our television screens with a different woman. And to me, and to I'm pretty sure a lot of us can agree on this. He's just there for the fame. He wants to become Instagram famous, international superstar famous with a Grammy on his shoulders. So you know what, Kimberly, 
cut your losses and leave. But you know what's cringing and so disappointing is that this weekend she posted something how she got a position at some place, which I don't remember. And basically, um, Soldier Boy, Usman over here, reshares the story. And she's a receptionist at a spa place. That's what it was. And he right. you know, reposted it and was just like, oh, congratulations, my queen. Right. So I'm just yeah, like, but here's the funny thing. Tell me you got the deets. I've got the deets. So there is something roaming around. Not on social media, but on the blog. Kimberly may not be able to bring Usman to the United States. She was arrested for forging a check back in 2003. Oh, God. So I don't know how that would affect her record, but we do, you know, as far as getting a visa, but we do know in other cases, especially with the fiance being foreign, you know, they weren't able to bring the other person here, you know, so hmm, who knows? And I know people are probably going to bring up like the Jeffrey Varia situation, but he actually didn't get arrested, you know, or go to jail until after she was already here. So that's a different, that's a completely different um, situation. But this, where she was arrested and she went to jail for forgery and uh, this could potentially be bad. This could be bad. So I don't know if this is going to work against her. Mm, That's interesting. And I've seen some other stuff about her which we're not going to get into, uh, but you can definitely search it up guys. It's out there um, about her previous relationship and um, all that stuff. So I'm really curious how this is going to play out, but I don't think she's going to leave him. She's going to compromise with him. That's what I'm thinking because it's Kim. We've seen her. She she claims to be like this woman that no man's going to do this to me the second time, or no man's going to control me, or no man's going to do this to me and blah, 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 blah. And yet again, we're kind of seeing her weaseling back to Usman because I, I hate to say this, but he clearly said it. He's she's 50 years old and it's become harder for her to find love, which it isn't. She just needs to look at better places and find somebody her own age. But she's so stuck on being able to find a younger man as the age of her son. So I feel like she's just going to weasel weasel herself back in there and all this oh this man man shouldn't treat me like that or this man shouldn't be doing this i'm not gonna let this happen yeah that whole speech and her hands moving at the same time with it uh i'm sorry i feel like she's gonna weasel herself back into him oh definitely definitely moving on yeah what did you want to talk about I guess we can go with Samit and Jenny. Oh, boy. Glad it was short. (laughs) Yeah, they they were very short this time. 
you know, so Samit, of course, has decided to go with, you know, and meet um, his family, who he gets, when he gets there, he's very shocked to find out that his mother nor his father are there. Actually, it's his brother, his sister-in-law, and his aunt on his mother's side, who looks a lot like his mother. It's like, wow. Um, and this is the first time, which I actually had to remark while watching, you know, on Twitter. This is the first, I, I, I was wondering if, you know, the sister-in-law actually was mute or something because she never said anything until now. And now she has all of these things to say to Samit. You know, it's super weird. We've, we've known her for all of these seasons and this woman has never said a word. Now, all of a sudden, it seems like her mother-in-law is not in the room and all of a sudden she talks. And I'm wondering, is she not saying anything because her mother-in-law has been around all the time? Because we we almost felt as though, she, I mean, at least for me, I felt as though she almost had no opinion on the situation either way. But, you know, it was so weird to hear her kind of going on submit and, you know, just speak what she's saying about how she feels about the situation. But it is his aunt who is the harsher critic you know he's she's just you know you know how you made your parents feel you know how you're making them look you're making them look like a fool there's this woman and this is not acceptable this is not acceptable at all and it's like oh wow I thought mom was hard but goodness gracious it was pretty harsh it was pretty harsh but you know what we've seen this relationship way too long we knew what this the problem is and this is what i have to say i may be sounding harsh about the situation but we've got a man here who was forced into a marriage who was extremely unhappy chose the way to cheat behind and create the second life from his previous wife that he, he was unhappy with he complained how unhappy he was and now he gets married. Well, sorry, I should say before, you know, Jenny comes over, meets the family. They go through these situations that we've seen of, you know, they don't want to see Jenny. Jenny shouldn't marry. You shouldn't marry him. Like, you know, what's wrong with you? All of a sudden get married behind the parents' back. And then we're still having the same situation of not accepting Jenny. He did say he is happy with Jenny. He did say he is extremely like he's so happy the life that he has. He's very happy because before he was miserable. Okay, that's great. But you choose to continue, even though your parents tell you numerous times that this is unacceptable. They choose not to talk to you and you're still trying. Again, he's got to go back and think what makes him happy. If living and being with Jenny is what makes him happy, he should just stick with it. You know, there's only so much you can do to please your parents. 
But at some point it gets tiring and exhausting. And obviously there is going to be a lot of arguments and fighting as we're seeing it again. You know, Jenny's not comfortable being in India at this point. She's not comfortable because of all the backlash, you know, neighbors and friends and relatives, the, the, uh, the plumbers, the maids, the servants, like you name it, everyone's calling the house. Oh, let's not forget. Maybe the television, the news network is, uh, calling them and saying, what the heck is going on? So yeah, at, at the end of the day, if I was in some meat situation, if my parents are not accepting it, then I should choose my happiness. And this is where I got into the conclusion. I'm thinking, what, what's up with him that he wants to repair this, this relationship with his parents, even though it's completely broken down in the deep end because of the fact that he chose Jenny. I'm like, there's two sons. Is there right, a right. pot of gold somewhere that he's not going to be able to inherit it? Do they have money somewhere? Which I don't think they do because remember, dad had to bail some meat out. And he even said when they went to go do it, he won't be able to retire. He's literally got to continue working until the day, till that day comes. So I'm a bit confused why he's still going. Yes, I get it. It's nice to have a great relationship with your parents who's accepting of everything and the stuff you're chosen. But at some times, if they're not accepting and it's making and it's affecting your relationship, again, he's explained how many times he's been extremely happy with Jenny. Why doesn't he just live his life, unfortunately, without his parents and enjoy what's left? Like Jenny's getting up there in age. I'm sorry. Yes, like, why are we still going over this? I know she's a little right. bit. I know the next episode they talk about like working seven days a week and, you know, she's not happy about it, but clearly he can't live the retirement life. He's 33. He's got to do something. But I, and I, 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 how can I put it? This is the one thing they never talked about was the fact that she is retirement age. And he's nowhere near there, not even mentally. He's nowhere near there. So what is it she's expecting to do? Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. So to me, I like I at the bottom line, you just got to find your happiness. And with Jenny, she needs to understand that this man is 33. He needs a life. He needs to somehow figure out how he's going to retire, which is probably what another 30 something years, depending on his, their situation. Um, but you know, I, I see where Samit's coming from and wanting to continue to have that relationship. But at the same time, you're wasting time. You're wasting, like you're mentally draining yourself. You know what the answer is, you know, what they don't want is what they don't like, you know, it's sad either way because culturally that's what they've grown up to do. But at the end of the day, it's just like, are you kidding me? You complained about your happiness. So keep being happy. I'm sorry. It's got to be without your parents. Exactly. 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 And I mean, he's, he, it seems like he's afraid to come to America, but Jenny believes that their true happiness would be in America. And I, I gotta say this, I, I'm going to have to agree with her because it's a, yeah. you know, 
it's a culture that we are open to pretty much anything. If you want to live with 10 dogs, go ahead and live with 10 dogs. You want to live with 20 cats like Debbie, then you can do that too. Like, it doesn't matter. Totally agreed. Totally agreed. So maybe they should. They definitely should. And when that time comes and if he actually goes to America, that's something I would watch. But in the meantime, I'm like fast forwarding their segments. It's the same thing over and over. Yeah, it's so weird. It's just like, eh, eh. you know, it's it's one thing to already do it with Ed and Liz, but now to have to do it to a second couple on the same series. Oh, God. Mm. Mm, I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our last couple here. So Yara finally reunites with her mom. It was kind of emotional. I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Um, so, of course, they keep telling us all of this has been filmed before um, everything started. And um, the mom is super emotional. She hasn't seen Yara in two, two, almost two years or something. And also first time meeting her granddaughter, uh, Myla. And Yara is really kind of feeling like I miss home. I just want to stay here. I want to, you know, be able to come here and stay for a long time and go back a little bit to America and everything. And Joby's a little bit getting irritated because he's hearing his name as they're speaking. And he's just wondering, what are you guys talking about? Why are you guys talking about me? What is it? If you're going to talk about me, say it in in English. And yeah, because he has no clue what's happening behind the scenes. It's really, you know, she wants to be with her mom, find an apartment, uh, be able to, you know, rekindle with some friends, help out as much, as much as she can. And Joey's being left out of this, all of these decisions, you know, really that's what the segment's all about. I know I'm brushing through quite a bit of stuff, but it's basically, her reuniting with her mom and really talking about like, you know, why don't you just stay here? I want you to be with me. And Jovi's really kind of just saying, well, why don't we bring her to America? You know, she can help out with Myla. She can really, you know, just be our 24 seven babysitter. Yeah. that and, and that was a crazy thing, but she doesn't want to go to America. She doesn't, but it's weird because uh, Yara explains it in the way of her being a refugee. And I don't think that's what Jovi meant at all. You know, she's not so much seeking asylum as they would really kind of be sponsoring her for her to be there with Yara and Myla. But I don't know. I, I, We'll see because I love the fact that they are getting this chance to reconnect. She's you get to see her face when she looks at Myla in person for the first time, and it's just so beautiful. It's so so beautiful. And I I'm agree like, with you. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. You know, and she and and. The one thing that keeps coming up that's kind of like a sticking point for me is the whole 
you know, watching the baby all day, every day kind of thing. I don't, I don't get that. I, I don't understand why she needs her mom to come in and watch the baby all day, every day. I, I, I get needing help, but I don't get the all day, every day thing. Like, I, I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Because she's, she's like, that's what I want from Mrs. Gwen. <laughs> she's the grandmother. She's not the mom. Mm-hmm. She tried to explain that to you. And she's like, you know, I'm here to help, but not the 24-7 being second mom thing. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. And I'm curious to know why such a long day. Like, is she, I get it if she was working and she needed somebody like the way I'm in that situation, but it seems like it's like, they just, mom just takes over. Grandma takes over all day and she's there. Yeah. But I mean, even working and, you know, being a working mom, and needing someone to take care of your child while you're at work is different from just expecting to drop your child off and come back whenever you come back. <laughs> Cause that's, this is, this is the, what's like, basically I, what she's saying. Yeah. Like, okay, well, you know what? I'm just gonna drop Mila off on Monday. I might come back Friday. I might come back Sunday take her for a couple of hours and then drop her back off to you like what it's so weird I don't I don't get that because she did say 24 7 I'm like what that's not what anyone does here at all Mm -hmm. I mean you know it's one thing to say you know what even to say okay well I work so much that I need someone to take care of the kids throughout the weekend and I have them on the weekends. But she's just like, you know what? I'm just going to drop my kid off whenever and then I'll pick them up when I feel like it and then have them for a couple hours and then <laughs> and drop them back off. And, you know, and, 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 I, and, and the funny thing is it's not giving me the idea of, I have to work. It's kind of like, well, I want to party. I want to go spend some time with the girls. I want to, you know, I want to be able to go on vacation. Like, that's not, that's not it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's super weird. It's, it's, I I don't know. Maybe she's not explaining it right. Or maybe I'm misunderstanding and trust me, I'm not, I, I just find it very weird. No, for sure. And that's where I'm just like, okay, like that's such a long time, but all right. <laughs> all righty then. Yeah, um, and that's all you can say. It's like, all right, I, I, I guess if yeah. you want to do that, fine. Do your thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. So We'll see what happens with Yara because next week uh, she doesn't even have these conversations. She kind of just says, hey, Jovi, I'm going to look at apartments with my mom. And he's like, wait, what? 
you want to find an apartment here? Like what, what's going on here? Right. Right. So there will be conflict of them not communicating as well. And she's just, Hey, here, this is what I'm doing. Oh, wait, I'm going to buy this and we're going to do that and see you later. (laughs) Right. But here is the thing. Um, Legally, she cannot do that. She does have to come back to the United States um, at least once for the year, every year. Um, mm-hmm. She cannot stay, like, she says, you know, even when she told Mrs. Gwen, well, I, I only have to come back three times in a 10-year period. No, she has to be back for a substantial amount of time to prove that she does want to remain in the United States so that she doesn't get dinged as having a, a sham marriage. Mm-hmm. So she cannot, you know, I mean, if, if he would like to buy, you know, some sort of apartment in Europe, that's one thing but then it has to be I guess it would have to be in his name not in hers but yeah she can't just say hey I'm picking up I'm going I'm gonna stay here she at least has to come back I think for two to three weeks once a year to prove that she does want to live here she doesn't she's not trying to uh just live in Europe full time. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We will see. Well and guys. Yeah, especially with her 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 country being at war now. So that might be an issue as well. So mm-hmm. definitely. Um is there anything else to add? No, that's it. Alrighty then. Well guys we will be recapping the single life tomorrow and um i'm getting off track here to be honest <laughs> guys we're wrapping this up okay <laughs> don't forget to check out cqp moments podcast and of course queenpin and the wingman uh, and also don't forget to vote for my podcast we only got a couple days left to vote for the etobico.communityvotes.com um, there is a link in the show notes for you. They will announce the winner of the most favorited radio station. It is qualified under the podcast as well. Um, I'm up against the very popular radio stations locally who get over 4 million views. So help me get there as much as I can. And yeah, the, sh- the link is in the show notes for you. Thank you guys for tuning in. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And you're listening to a little bit of everything with Angelica. Angelica. 
That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. 